Hey everyone, thanks so much for visiting myicc.org. You are listening to a sermon recently preached in our church. And in this week's message, Pastor Dave Montaja speaks on the armor of God. Tune in and enjoy the word. Also, if you'd like to help support this ministry financially, you may do so by going to myicc.org give and choosing the giving option that best suits you. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy this message. If there's one thing we are honored and we praise the Lord is not only we have life that we are touching, but we also have lives that the Lord is changing. And uh, one day we're going to hear a wonderful testimony about their lives. But they are the one leading our Celebrate Recovery. And, and so every Thursday, if uh, they are focusing on helping people who have their hurts, hang-ups, and habits. So that is their goal, is to be able to share what the Lord has done in their lives so that they'll be an encouragement to others. And so this fundraising that they're planning to do is that we want to send them to a summit conference in uh, Lake Elsinore. And, and so it was their idea. So said, sure, go ahead. So I'm going to let him say the word too. Good morning, everybody. Um, so this fundraiser is for um, the group, our core group in our Celebrate Recovery to go to Lake Forest for a three-day summit uh, next August. Um, we can't go this year, we don't have the money, but we're trying to raise up, up to $2,500 so that we can send all of us up to up there for the three days. That covers our registration, that covers our hotel, our meals, everything. Um, so we are kicking off our, our fundraising with this rummage sale. So if you have anything that you would like to donate, um, I have a truck. I do come and pick up. Um, I do it for free, which is the best price. So um, if you have anything that you would like to donate, please contact James or myself, and we will come get it, and we would really appreciate it. Thank you. Just to give you an idea of what the, the summit is, it's to help us become better leaders that we may be able to help those with hurts, habits, and hangups um, better understand what they're going through. So this summit is to, to improve us on what we already know, to increase our knowledge so that we may be a blessing to those that come to our Celebrate Recovery meeting. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give a clap up for you. Uh, there's, um, there's a saying that they always say, somebody else's trust is somebody else's treasure. So if you have like a, a flat screen trust TV, refrigerator uh, trust, or computer trust, they will be willing to pick it up. And so when they do a garage sale at our church, um, you know, I, I'm blessed for their desire to, to grow more and be able to be equipped in the ministry God has given them. Amen. Am I on? Oh, it's, can you hear? Can you hear me now? All right. Be right, sir. Amen. Let's all stand. Praise God. How many memorized the scriptures, Galatians 2.20? 
uh, our dear sister Belianueva, when I came in, she approached me and I was wondering, so she stood in front of me and called Galatians 2.20. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give a clap offering to the Lord. But I figured, I figured I will help you, so the Lord has just helped I you know, put this song in my heart as we focus on Galatians 2.20, and we'll try to learn that uh, on that, it's on the slides, we'll try to learn So I put it in a song, so wherever you go, you can sing along with it. I've been crucified with Christ, it's no longer I that lives. Crucified with Christ, it's no longer I that lives. I've been crucified with Christ, it's no longer I that lives. Christ is living in me, and the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ, and the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ, and the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ, Jesus Christ, who died for with Christ, it's no longer I that live. Crucified with Christ, it's no longer I that live. Crucified with Christ, it's no longer I that live. Christ is living in me. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ and the life that I now live. I live by faith in Christ and the life that I now live. I live by faith in Christ, Jesus Christ, who died for me. Okay, only you. I working out last Thursday, and I was going around at LA Fitness, and I was walking, I was saying, man, let me just put it in a song, you know, and, and so those are moments that it just happened, and it's, it's an inspiration from the Holy Spirit. I was jogging, I've been crucified with Christ, no longer I not live, I was walking in there. Maybe people were thinking I'm crazy, but 
Uh, how many believe that, that that is true? And that's the goal. That's the, uh, and God helps us that we'll be because <laughs> many times it's so, it's so amazing that the enemy can still penetrate in our lives. Amen. Uh, we just need to keep reminding ourselves it's no longer I that lives. No longer I that lives. Ephesians 6, 10 to 13. Let's all read together. One, two, three. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil days. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. Find someone and ask them, did you memorize Galatians 2.20? Look at them in the eye. Go ahead. Oh, 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 you're not done yet. Stand up, stand up. Turn to the other one. Turn to the other one. Okay. Uh, and then said, do you, did you memorize Galatians 2.20? Uh-huh. Okay. And after you ask that, look at them in the eyes and say, liars, go to hell. <laughs> Amen. For the last time. Sing it with me. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live. Christ is living in me. And the life. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ. Jesus Christ, who died for me. Amen. You may be seated, please. So we've learned that we are wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. And principalities and powers have the ability to cause us, influence us, and provoke us. And last week we learned about different kinds of level of authority that our enemy has designed for us. We have principalities, we have powers, we have those perverse powers and wickedness. And so we need to understand that the only way we can win the battle is to know that Christ in us, our hope of glory. Amen? So this morning, we will close this lesson with understanding that if we have an enemy, and our enemy has no intention of losing, but getting us, 
then we need to have and receive the supply armor that God has given us. Amen. God has given us an armor that we can fight. That's why the, word, the scripture said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Amen. That you may be able to withstand in the evil days. How many, how many have uh, read the story of King David when he reached Siklag? Uh, Siklag is right beside Chula Vista. See, that was the highlight of his journey of faith. King David reached that point where he can either give up, surrender everything, because that was the, the last straw of the enemy upon his life to take him out of, king, of being the king of Israel. When he got there, he was shocked, he was surprised. The, the place where they were staying, when they got there, everything was gone. Their family was gone. Their, their, their wealth was gone. Every properties that they have was taken. And so even his own friends, the soldiers that was with him, were, were intentionally upset, hated him. They want to kill him. And it was there where the turning point in his life. And, I want, and the reason why I want you to understand this is because in every ministry that you are in, are you listening? Or in every walk that you have, there will be a turning point in your walk whether you're going to pursue God or leave God. And King David was at that intersection uh, on his life. But thank God he has given us a wonderful example that when you reach the point of uh, total discouragement, total dissolution, total abandonment of everything that happened, the word of God simply said, and King and David found strength in the Lord. Amen? So people of God, that is the key. We need to understand that we are in a battle. But we need to also realize that the battle has already been won. And, and he has supplied us. He had supplied the armor that we need. And we'll be looking at that this morning. I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you insight on this one. The first armor that we'll look, we will be looking at is what we call the helmet of salvation. Okay, do it like this. Now follow me. Okay. I said, let's do it. All right, let's put on the helmet. Put on the helmet. Amen. Did you, how many have watched baseball? Uh, it's not basketball, baseball. Did you notice the catcher? You know, the catcher has this helmet and it totally protects him. And the three areas that is protected is his, his head, his eyes, and his face. Totally protected, isn't it all? And that's the armor God has given us, is that he has given us the helmet of salvation. And the key word there is salvation. Because you can be at church a hundred times, a thousand times, but if you have not received the revelation 
that Jesus died for you and Jesus saved you from all your sin and the grace of God has been given to you, you will still wonder whether you are going to heaven or, or not. That is a good test to know if you understood salvation. It's when you ask the question, if I die today, where will I go? How many would like to go to heaven? How many would like to go now? Uh, not yet. But you know, as I was meditating on this, I said, wow, the Lord has given us a wonderful uh, uh, armor, and this armor will gives me protection from the enemies from the attack of the enemies over my mind, number one, over my eyes, and over my mouth. See, when I, every time I put on the helmet of salvation, I am reminded of 2 Corinthians 5.17. How many know 2 Corinthians 5.17? One, two, and anybody else? Three, Pray. <laughs> All right. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "If you know, it said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, old, old. And what is the old things? Lust of the eyes, dirty mouth, dirty mind. Amen." All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. So, every time I put on the helmet of salvation, instead of looking to people with a dirty attitude, I, have, I will be looking at people with the compassion of Jesus Christ. Remember Jesus, when he saw the crowd, what did the Bible say? And he wept over them. Because he looked at them and he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. Amen. How many can give a, a praise report that since you have given your life to Jesus Christ, your mind is starting to be focusing on more of God, more of His goodness, more of His blessing, rather than dirty thoughts and dirty, ugly ideas that comes to your mind. Amen. Because, I, I mean, like, if you're not, if, you, if, if all of us will be honest enough, I mean, like, all of us can, have been penetrated with dirty thoughts. And then, foul mouth. <laughs> so, when I put on the helmet of salvation, the Holy Spirit gives me the power to control my mind, control my eyes, control my mouth. Amen? Secondly, the breastplate of righteousness. In verse 14, it says, and he said, put on, he said, put on the breastplate of righteousness. And so I want, you, I want to submit to all of you this morning, why breastplate? You know, it's because it protects me. It covers me. It protects me from the enemies over my fear, my faith, and my feelings. 
That is the number one key, is that when we put on that breastplate of righteousness, let me ask you, um, how, many, how many righteous people do we have in the house? Let me see your hand. Oh, come on. See, right there, we have, a, we have a problem here. If you don't think you are righteous, you got a problem. Because if Christ is in you, you are righteous. That's why Paul said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You know, he lives in you. And if he lives in you, he will purify you. He will cleanse you. He will change you. If there is no change in your life, we have a problem. Maybe Christ is not in you. When I was growing up at the church of my sister, I will never forget that. There is a beautiful illustration of where is Christ in your heart. And there is a chair, and in that chair, Jesus is in the back, Jesus is in the side, but Jesus is, is sitting on it. And the illustration says there's a lot of Christians who accepted Jesus, but have not given the authority and the right to sit on that chair. So he's there. But he's still ruling. That person is still making his own decision. That person is still being controlled by his flesh. That person is still doing what he wants to do upon his life. Until he surrendered and gave Jesus the right to sit down and be the ruler of his life. It's only then that changes happens in our lives. Amen? And so, that's what happened. God has given us the breastplate of righteousness. The righteousness of Jesus Christ will start working in our lives. It is very important to know that if Christ is in you, then Christ is working in your life. That's why Paul said in Corinthians, from glory to glory to glory, he is what? He is what? Changing me. Amen? How many here can give a testimony that this, looking back upon your life, the Lord has done a lot of changing? Amen? Very important. Very important. Because if you look back and you're still on the same boat, and then you have not put the armor, the breastplate of righteousness, that's why the enemy is still attacking you and attacking us. Thirdly, the, uh, the third armor God has given us is the belt of truth. The belt of truth. You know, you know it says, fasten truth around your waist, like a belt. You know, you know, this is a good feeling for me because I realized uh, when, when I got sick, I, I lost weight. Now, I gain it all back. <laughs> trying to, trying to. And, and the only reason why I know I lost weight when I, when I got sick is I will wear those shorts that I used to wear. And without my belt, it's falling off. <laughs> I will pull it up, and, and once in a while, and then all of a sudden, it just start falling. 
And do you know that that is the problem with a lot of Christians? It's because if you don't wear the belt of truth, then, then the enemy can attack us and we will not be protected. But if we have the belt of what? Truth. And what is the truth? Well, if you're not staying in the word, you don't have the truth, man. If the word, that's why, that's why King David already said that. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. King David said that. I word have I keep in my heart so that I will not sin against you. The only reason why we don't want to read the Bible is because we don't want the Bible rebuking us and changing our hearts. And we always say this in our church. And you know what though? Now we are in a technology that um, uh, we don't use, uh, uh, you know, those Bibles. Before, everyone has a Bible. King James, big, and you go to the church holding it. You know. Now we have our Bible, you know, with, with our smartphone, with our iPad. And there's, you know, to me, though, is the benefit of that. I showed it to Mike when we were talking one time. I showed him, I said, I can be in one place. I'll be sitting in one place. But with me is 1,000 books that I have. Because all I do is when we go to the, when we go to the mall and they're doing that, I can just sit down, open my smartphone, my iPad, go to my Bible, and I have all those books that I can look at. I don't need to carry them. I have it in my smartphone. That's the blessing of it, amen? But the, the problem, there is a blessing, but there is also a curse. And the curse is every time you t turn on your smartphone, you're always tempted, instead of going to the Bible, you go to Facebook. That's the temptation, isn't it, huh? Uh, you have the desire to read the Bible, but all of a sudden it will pop up. Bing! Somebody sends you a message and you click that. <laughs> and after you click, there is a link and you go there. And after the link, then you go there. By the time you're done looking all those links, you forgot reading the Bible. See? But hey, it's a wonderful asset that we have because... Because, I mean, like, you can read as much as you want now and not worry about carrying those big books. So what we need to do is just understand that when you put the belt of truth, that truth will set you free. Amen? You shall know the... the and the truth will set you free. Okay? So now, even if you open your Facebook, it's, you know, all of a sudden, the truth that is in you will overpower you and say, oh, I forgot, I need to go and read the word. Okay? You don't need to be, you don't need to feel condemned. You don't need to feel um, uh, that you are disobeying God. It just so happened that the enemy is part of that, the thing. And, and if you put the armor which is the belt of truth. Amen? Because you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And that's what will happen. When the, when the belt of truth is in us, 
It will protect us from burnout, from back out, and from breakdown. Amen? You know, because if not, we're going to say, man, to live a Christian life is so hard. Nah, so hard. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just take a, uh, a leave of absence for a while. You know, and, and nah, you know, the, that thoughts will come, continue to make you feel that there's, I'm not happy being a Christian. Now that I'm serving the Lord, there's no more joy in my heart. You know, you've been burned out, you know. And then the next is the shield of faith. Okay. Let's start. What's the first uh, armor? No, 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 no. Let's put it into action. First armor. Second armor. Third armor. There you go. And the fourth armor is what? Shoes. The shoes of the gospel of peace. Amen? You see, it's important for us to understand that the sh- I mean, like, we're not talking Nike shoes here. We're not talking Adidas. We are, not ta- we are talking the shoes that gives you the desire to go and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, he says, fasten the truth around your waist like a belt. And then he said, get your shoes so that you are ready to spread the good news. The shoes of the good news. You see, uh, I, I messed up a while ago on my, on my point. On the truth, the, we will be protected from compromise, from being confused, and being discouraged. Amen. But when it comes to the shoes of the good news, he will, it will protect us from burnout, back out, and breakdown. Why? Because how many will agree with me that the real joy of the Christian is finding someone accepting the Lord as their Savior. That is the real joy. Well, you can sing a thousand songs, you feel good, but the real joy is when you see someone's lives being changed by the Holy Spirit. When you have shared someone about Jesus dying on the cross and they receive Him. That is the real joy. And if you don't have that real that joy in your heart, boy, you will burn out. You will, you will break out and you will back out. And then the fifth one is the shield of faith. Okay? Okay, start. Helmet of salvation. And the what? The shield of faith. Okay, shield of faith. The shield of faith gives me protection from the enemies, so I will not be destroyed, I will not be defeated, and I will not be overconfident. Amen? Because how many will agree with me this morning that you can be a proud Christian? Are you going to look at another Christian and say, you've been too long in the church, you're not even growing? <laughs> you know? 
Those are the darts the enemy will put in our, in our path, you know? And, 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 as we put, and as we put that shield of faith, the shield of faith, we will not be destroyed, we will not be defeated, and we will not be overconfident. And then the last one, do you know that out of all these, there's only one that we can use as offense? The only offensive weapon that we have is the sword of the Spirit. The sword of the Spirit. If you're talking to Satan and you tell Satan, hey, this is my opinion, he will just laugh at you. He will just make fun of you. But if you talk to Satan and say, Thus said the Lord, according to what the Word of God says, he will not be able to argue with you. Amen? When you say, Ah, you are, you are so weak. Every time you just fall, every time the enemy attacks you, you always get discouraged. And, and you respond with your opinion, forget it. You already lost. But if you use the weapon God has given you and you declare, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, then you are standing on solid ground. And this is the only one that you need to understand. It gives me protection from the enemies so when I use the sword of the spirit, I will be able to attack I will be able to advance and I will be able to defeat the enemy. Amen? I will be able to defeat. Let's all stand. Okay, let's do the action item. Every time, you know, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, every time I leave the house, Every time I go out of my, because by the time you step out of the door of your house and you open that door, you are making a decision. Either it will be the flesh ruling that day or the spirit. Did you hear me, people of God? And all of us, we made the decision. We make the decision. As soon as you step out of the door of our house, we either said, flesh, you are under control by the Spirit of God, or you're going to say, flesh, do whatever you want. And I submit to you, you may be a Christian, you may be attending church. If you let the flesh control you, you will do what the flesh wants. And if you want to know what the flesh wants, just read Galatians. It's right there. You know, because Paul said, live by the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you live by the flesh, you will be controlled by the flesh. And these are the fleshly desires. It's listed there. So you cannot say, God, I don't know what the flesh wants. <laughs> Excuse me, what's about flesh? It's right there. If you want to know what the flesh wants, read Galatians. And you will see what Galatians wants. What the flesh wants. And if also you want to know what the spirit wants, read Galatians. It's right there. You know, and, and the spirit, 
that walks, and, and we who walks in the Spirit, the Bible says, you know, when you walk in the Spirit, you will fulfill the, the, the desires of the Spirit. And what are the desires of the Spirit? It's listed there. It's listed there. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, love. And you know what, though? It's interesting. I don't know what the fruit of the flesh. I did not memorize it because I have no intention of using it. Amen, people of God? Amen. But I need to memorize the fruit of the Spirit because I have all the intention in the world to live by it. So I sing that song. Amen? So here's the action item. Every morning, before you get out of the house, you just do this. One. He said, in Jesus' name, Jesus amen. amen. You know, I'm being blessed. I, you know, I'm, I am, you know, it's so interesting to see where, where every time, my, you know, my grandson, Michael, will drink his medicine. Now, I ask him, before you drink it, you pray. You know, so he'll hold that medicine, Lord. Thank you for this medicine. Make this medicine be good to me. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> but you see, I am planting a seed in his heart that the cure is not in that medicine. It's in praying and recognizing that it is from God. The medicine is an instrument that God has given the wisdom to those doctors, but he is the one who gives the power. Amen? So, at first, when you go out, you feel ridiculous. The Satan will whisper to you, you look stupid doing Yeah. He will give you that idea and say, you look so dumb. You don't need to do that. You know, but if you do it by faith, if you do it and you say to him, excuse me, I am just wearing my armor so that when you attack me, you cannot penetrate. I'm putting my helmet of salvation, putting my breastplate of righteousness, putting on the belt of truth. I'm wearing the shoes of the gospel of peace. I'm, putting the, I'm preparing my shield of faith. And I am now ready because I have the sword of the Spirit. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Just, that's, that's for me. <laughs> Amen. How many believe that this morning? And I'm only saying this because <laughs> I, I've been in my journey of my walk with, with, with the Lord. And... <laughs> I wish somebody has taught me that lesson when I was growing up in high school. I wish someone has guided me and tell me the enemy will never stop attacking you. Because I got so confused, wondering how come I love God, 
and I love to do those things that are in the flesh. I cannot, for the life of me, explain how come I love God and I'm doing sinful things. Why? And nobody has given me the answer, so I'm doing it. And when I left the Philippines, I got the conclusion in my life and I said, that's it. I cannot live for God. God, I'm sorry. I cannot live for your glory and for your honor. Leave me alone. And how many will agree with me that God's, God's mercy and God's faithfulness is beautiful? Because he sure did. He left me alone. <laughs> he said, okay, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. And how many will agree with me? Look at me in the eye. This is serious. And this is true. How many will agree with me that if you have the seed of the word of God in your heart, it will never leave you? Because even though I'm doing all those things, when I am in my solemn moment, just alone, by myself, I feel so disgusted. I feel so tired. I feel so, you know, depressed. And I say, is this what life is going to give me? And then finally, like Paul received the revelation, thanks be to the Lord Jesus Christ. All I need to do is looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of my faith. Hallelujah. I don't compare with other one. I don't look at other people because my standard of living is not about you. It's about him. It's about him. The more I walk with him, the more I live for him, the more I surrender my life to him, the more I grow spiritually. Give up all those things, I grow physically. Fleshly. That's why it was a revelation to me when I read what it says in Philippians. He, who is the he? Who is the he? Right. He got a hundred dollars. <laughs> he. Come on, say he. he. Jesus, Christ Jesus Christ. Started a good work. Started a good work. <laughs> in my life. Amen. In me. And he will be faithful. To what? To complete it. Until he comes. Boy, I read that verse. And I said, so stupendous. I've been trying to do it on my own. I've been trying to say, okay, this week I am not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But the moment I say I'm not going to do it, I do it. But now that I realize, wait a minute, all I need to do is put on the halmor, the halmor, the armor. Halmor. That's the Greek word for armor. Everybody, okay, helmet of salvation, and make sure when you say that, you know that you've been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, and your sins have been forgiven because the Bible says if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you, to cleanse you from all unrighteousness.
put on the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of the gospel of peace. And you know what, though? When you put the, the shoes of the gospel of peace, don't be surprised. The Lord will bring you, someone along your side, and they're going to say, you know what? I've been so frustrated with my life. Boom! You're going to share the gospel. You will be going to a place in the mall, and to all, to all of the ladies in the mall, and to all you know, the ladies in the mall. Yeah. But right there, you have the shoes of the gospel of peace. You're going to share. This is from heaven, or? <laughs> Pray for Kara Lingbasan. Where's Kara? Over here. We're going to put on the, the helmet of salvation on her. She's going to Florida. Amen. <laughs> All right, stretch your hand toward. Anybody else who's leaving? We're going to leave a prayer. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, I've been trying to share this truth, but only you who can put it in our hearts. I can only lead them, but Holy Spirit, you will do the work to help each and every one of us to apply the word. And so, as Kara leaves, I pray for your protection. I pray that she will put on the armor of God from her head to her body to her waist to her feet and to her arm and to her hand your protection will be upon her and we thank you for that in Jesus name cross the aisle hold hands together hallelujah I've been crucified with Christ It's no longer I that lives I've been crucified with Christ It's no longer I that lives I've been crucified with Christ It's no longer I that lives living in me. Say it one more time. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives. Christ is living in me. And the life, and the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ. And the life that I now live, I live by faith. Christ and 
the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ, Jesus Christ, who died for me. Say it for the last time. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in Christ, Jesus Christ. Lord, bless the person that you're holding on your left now. Say, Lord, help us to put on the armor of God. Go ahead. Help us to put on the armor. Oh, hallelujah. So that we will always live victoriously before you. So that we will be conquerors. And you have already declared that to us. We are more than conquerors. Bless the person on your right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for the armor that you have provided. Thank you for the shield of faith. Thank you for the sword of the Spirit. Thank you for the helmet of salvation. Lift their hands up to the Lord. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, the last time, let's declare that wonderful promise, God. Thanks for listening to this week's message from ICC Chula Vista. We hope you'll stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook by using at myicc.org.